Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bills fans, Connect Life needs your help during the month of January. Every blood donor during this month will receive a pair of Bills branded socks. Connect Life is the only blood donation agency that keeps your donation here for patients in western New York. To make your appointment, please go to connectlife.org today. We've got to get to the OBL Fan Friday mailbag to answer as many of your questions as possible in our allotted amount of remaining time. Ehorse leads off and says, During the playoffs, I'll be watching Gabe Davis's usage. To me, he's been a disappointment as a number two wide receiver. Lots of missed catches, drops, tip balls. He has had a nice catch or two, but not enough to earn wide receiver two playing time. Do you feel he's playing on borrowed time? I don't know if he's playing on borrowed time. He plays a ton out there. I mean, he's usually one of the leaders in snap counts every week. Um, no, Gabe Davis is fine. Yeah, I, I get it. He's frustrating sometimes. He want, we would have loved to have him have a thousand yard season like Jalen Waddle and 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 uh, Tyreek Hill in Miami and have Steph Diggs and him being two thousand. It's yeah, it's not going to work that way. Um, yeah. Certainly, Gabe could have made some catch and stuff, but a couple of the drops he had last week, two in particular, weren't his fault at all. It was Josh. Yeah. Josh let him out of bounds on one high out, out route, and then the other one he threw it low and he threw a thousand miles an hour ball low and behind him. He couldn't even get a hand on. So, um, and people are you know upset about it. But yeah, Gabe is fine. He's going to be fine. He is fine. He's going to be a factor in these playoffs, just like he was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to catch four. Four passes in a playoff game, but four touches, yeah, four he, touchdowns. You mean right? So he's, yeah. I, I think the concerns about Gabe Davis are a little bit overblown because the season seems so fragile and this opportunity seems so great. You don't want anything to go wrong. Yeah. Things are going to go wrong in these playoff games. They're going to have to overcome it. Gabe's going to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. I just everybody, you know, all these guys, this entire roster, just take a deep breath. If Micah Hyde were healthy and if Von Miller had not gotten hurt, I think all of us would feel different about our chances right now. Don't – yeah, 
we got a really good football team, and yeah. Gabe Davis is a big part of it. So I get the angst over him not producing at a high, high level. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it does not worry me. It's you're, yeah. This is these are not problems that championship teams need to worry about. Even the ones that you know that you're looking at, the drop passes, missed plays, missed opportunities, not enough production, yeah. not a high enough. Um, efficiency rate on your catch to target ratio it's all fine these are these are not major issues for any team none not not for a a team like the bills anyway so i get the problems everybody's having with gabe uh now that vaughn's out they think now we can't rush the pat none of that this is a really good football team the players on it are really good they're very deep and they're healthier than they've been in a while so Yeah, I'm, no, Gabe Davis is not playing on borrowed time to me. From Johnny, do you expect Cole Beasley to be heavily involved in the passing game on Sunday? First, I should tell you, the Friday injury report did come out for the Bills. Two players questionable. Jordan Phillips with the shoulder injury and Isaiah McKenzie with the hamstring. Everybody else good to go for Sunday. I think Isaiah McKenzie's availability Sunday could impact how much time Cole Beasley sees on the field. And even then, I don't know that Beasley carries the day in the slot if McKenzie is inactive. And the reason I say that is, I don't know what it is, but like last week when Khalil Shakir flashed with that 28-yard catch and run, it reminded me of all the things that I saw in training camp with him. There's a route savvy to his game for a young player. Um Putting him in a playoff spot like this might be a big ask. Here is my guess. Let's just say, hypothetically, McKenzie is not fit to play. He's inactive. I think they use both Beasley and Shakir in the slot through the course of the game and maybe use Beasley a little bit more on the money downs, if you will, you know, third and four, third and three, where you know he knows where he's got to go and be for Josh. I would agree with that. Uh, no question. I think it, a lot of it depends on McKenzie. But if McKenzie's not active, if this, if this injury keeps him out of the lineup, no question um, if Beasley is active, you'd expect him to be, but there's no guarantee. If Beasley's active, yeah, that would be it. He would take some of the reps, if not all the reps, that McKenzie was going to get. Shakir's been up and ready every week this year, every week. And that would not change. How they're used, that, I think that's up to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. From Jeff, can the Bills play a completely dominant game or do they play down to a subpar opponent? I, I think that's the great unknown, right? You, you never know how a team is going to come out. But this team at home in the playoffs under Sean McDermott have been pretty darn good. As a matter of fact, they're 3-0. and so, 3-0 and in home playoff games, and their last game was an absolute drubbing. Not saying that's going to happen this time around, but I feel pretty good about this team playing up to their expectations more than playing down to the level of competition they're facing. Yeah, you think about the games they have played in at home. The Baltimore Ravens who come in, flying in and they beat them by two touchdowns they win 
not handily, but they had the Colts down to a final Hail Mary uh, in the week bef- uh, after that or before that in, in that year. Then they come in last year and absolutely crush the New England Patriots. At home, this is a tough team to beat in any yeah. situation. In the playoff game, yeah, they're t- they're they're tough out. That's it. It's I don't care who comes in here if it's a playoff game and it's coming into this this building, it's a problem for those people. And so, yeah, I would say, yeah, they're they're not going to play down yeah. to those guys if indeed the Dolphins are down. I don't I don't know buy that a hundred percent. Right. Ed on the Friday mailbag asks, does DeMar Hamlin make an appearance at Sunday's game, maybe from a suite, and rock the house? We have heard nothing on that front, so there's no reason to believe that is taking place. I think we have to remember he did just get discharged from the hospital this week and you know is resting and still recovering at home uh, with his parents. I, I've heard nothing on that front. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I. Yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe, but, uh, um, yeah, it's if he can, if he can be there, I'm sure he's going to be there. Uh, but I don't think that's a call that's going to be made by, you know, Sean McDermott and the the Bills. I mean, that's going to be up to the doctors. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, love to see it. Wouldn't we all? Be nice. Yeah, it'd be. A well, we haven't heard any of that. Yeah, I, to my knowledge, he has not been in the building here at yeah. One Bills Drive yet. He has not been here. Okay. From Justin, after the Patriots game, I found myself wondering why Dean Marlowe replaced Demar Hamlin instead of Jaquan Johnson. I know he is a strong safety, but he's been out there at free safety before. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean the two safety positions are somewhat interchangeable in this defensive system. I think what Marlowe offers that perhaps Jaquan does not is more size and physicality. That's number one. Um, And he's a veteran player. I mean, Dean Marlowe is in his seventh NFL season. He's, he's, he's just played more, seen more, and he's been in this system essentially since he came into the league in Carolina under Sean McDermott, who was his defensive coordinator. This is the bottom line as far as Dean Marlowe and why he was in the lineup last week. Coaches want to know they can trust their players. And I think with the long track record that Sean McDermott has with Dean Marlowe, basically coaching him all but two years of his seven-year career, he trusts that Dean Marlowe is going to do the right thing. And I heard Coach McDermott say this after the game last week. He likes, or it was I'm sorry, it was Coach Frazier in his Monday press conference this week, he likes the way in which Marlowe and Poyer play off one another in the middle of that defense. There seems to be some kind of chemistry there that Coach Frazier referenced that appeals to him when he's making calls defensively. I think that's part of the equation here, too. It makes it tough on quarterback when you got two guys, safeties, who don't have to talk to do things, and they can move around back there and give the quarterback – the quarterback doesn't know what coverage they're playing until until it's too late. And Marlowe's better at doing that, like Hyde and Poyer were so notorious for doing, giving quarterbacks fits deep into the snap uh, about what coverage they were going to show or play. Marlowe's closer to that than Jaquan is. 
Um, and you're right, Brownie. Coaches love guys they know and they can trust because they know what the floor is. At least they know with Marlowe, he may be limited physically or whatever his limitations are. They know it won't go below this. They can live with this. And while Jaquan Johnson may be more gifted athletically or with this way, there's always a chance he goes off the rails and is, is lined up over here when you need him over there. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm paraphrasing and, and simplifying it to make it clear. It's about what they know. The worst-case scenario is not that bad with Marlowe, and you don't know exactly what that might be with Jaquan. I'm not saying Jaquan can't play or is in the wrong time area, a wrong spot every, every any time. But what I'm saying is the coaches trust Marlowe to be lined up at least in the right spot all There's the time. There's more of a track record. There's more there. of a track record. And Jaquan has had a chance to play this year and win the job himself. And – you know they they brought Marlowe in anyway, so they want Marlowe whatever he brings to the table uh, at this point of the season. From Thiel, does Buffalo use Cook more now that it is the playoffs? He see he has the most yards per carry in the league of any back, and yet he doesn't even average seven carries per game. Well, I will tell you this: for the first time this season, last week he got more snaps than Devin Singletary. That's number one. Could that carry into the postseason? It's possible. But I don't think you should get wrapped up in the carries per game. A lot of that has to do with game flow. I would, I would focus more on overall touches and time on the field. And last week he was on the field more. Um, and he's, I, I still don't think they've tapped into it fully. He is a dynamic receiver at the running back position. Whether you want to split him wide or throw it to him out of the backfield, he is really really good at that and I like him a lot against these two inside linebackers from Miami I think he could run circles around him yeah I I agree with you um that's one place where the Dolphins I think are vulnerable is their linebackers ability to cover guys man on man and so if you can get if you can get that matchup with Cook on one of those guys I think you win if you get one of those guys matched up with Singletary you win well, so, and how many times did they catch balls out of the backfield in the Week 3 game? Right. I mean, Singletary had eight Tons. catches. Right. we got to take a break here. When we come back, Steve and I will get some final thoughts on the tweet sheet and tell you about the Bills by the Number podcast subject matter. I think you'll be interested to know if you want to take a trip down memory lane as far as Bills-Dolphins playoff history is concerned. We'll explain next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 